0: What do you get when you put two letters together again and then you got dead, dead shit? Dead what? You heard me. Let me know when you're ready. I'm going. One, two, three. Gah! <laughs> Wait, can you say something? <laughs> you say something at the same time, Okay. <laughs> Ready? So that way it records on yours. One, two, three, boom. Yeah. All right. So it's boom, then it's yours. All right. We're lined up. This is dad shit. How are you doing, dad?
1: Man, I'm awesome. I'm awesome, dad. How you doing?
0: <laughs> what if on this show we just call each other dad the whole time? That's kind of cheesy, but we'll see how it goes. So here it is, man. My name is Miles Bonnie, and this is Lou Rip. You want to introduce yourself to the, the folks listening?
1: Yes, sir, yes, sir. My name is Louis Rip, one-third of the Soul Service, one-third of one-half of Mokes, representing Kansas City, Kansas, you know what I mean?
0: Yes, and we know each other because I was in Kansas City and we we were in a lot of the same spaces, the same scene, have mutual friends, and what is your history with the term dad shit? Bro, like, it was for real just
1: shit I just came
0: up with
1: like I didn't
0: want to I think I'm losing you wait up I think I'm losing you mm-hmm. can you try talking again I can edit it out later yeah can you hear me? yeah I can hear you now
1: I have to move because I'm in the basement which ain't the best place in the world so if you, I keep fading out then I
0: will move alright I'll get, <laughs> this is good here though
1: alright so basically like I'm always putting pictures of my kids like in my Instagram stories and Facebook stories and I wanted a hashtag I didn't want something that was like super fucking corny like I wanted something that, that had a little swing to it that was kind of cool so I was like I was like, maybe because I just got to watch this show and the word shit just kept sticking in my head
0: so I was like about dad shit let's try that (laughs) and so
1: I was I was a little skeptical to do it initially because I have a lot of family on Facebook and my family is like strong devout they don't curse they don't do nothing wrong and so I was really worried about how that was gonna look putting pictures of my
0: kids up and having more <laughs> shit right.
1: attached to
0: it. You yep, know what I mean? I yep. was like, hopefully they'll understand what I'm trying to do here. But yeah. They've turned out to actually love it. It's turned out good. That's great, man. You know, because what happened was I saw one of your posts somewhere, maybe on Facebook or somewhere, and I thought you said, maybe it was an Instagram stories. You said dad shit podcast or something like that, right?
1: Bro, oh, that's that's the crazy thing. That's
0: so like serpentine. You know, you were you were using the dad shit hashtag, and then I saw something you posted. Like I want to say eight months ago. I don't know how long ago it was, but you said dad shit podcast, and I was like, oh, did you yeah. start that? Because I've been wanting to start that. But what was that all about for your side of things?
1: It was one hundred percent accident. I accidentally I was putting up pictures of my kids like I always do on the stories and I accidentally put in dash shit podcast somehow like I don't even know how to word podcast even got in there it just came in there and then yeah. that's what caught your attention you was like the Facebook page that you had called dash shit and I was like yo that's crazy and you know what's really crazy is I actually I went back and I saw the post where it said "dash shit podcast. And I almost started to take it out. Cause I was like, for that reason, I didn't want anybody thinking I was about to do something that I wasn't about to do. I wasn't about to start no podcast, but I was like, uh, it's already up and it's a cool picture. Let me just go ahead and just leave it alone. But that's what, yeah. that's what caught your attention. And then you hit me up and, and told me about what was going on with you. I was like, wow, that was meant to be. Yeah.
0: No, and that's why I wanted you to be the first guest because, uh, there it is You know what I mean No explanation needed So um yeah. So you know This Water. whole What do you think about The concept of dad shit I definitely agree with you Uh When I was thinking About the phrase And you know Other people have used The phrase in different ways But um yeah. You know I had that Facebook page Since 2012 I didn't do anything with it I, There was a time When I just created A whole bunch of Facebook pages I created one called Breathing Cause I thought It was so stupid On Facebook You say what you like And I was like Well do you like breathing You know It was just some Immature <laughs> shit But uh, the dad shit thing I agree with you, it's the same approach It's like, you know what, fatherhood, all this kind of shit Like, dads are not You know, there's all different spectrums Sexually and otherwise of males and females But dads are not moms You know? And so we don't need to apply the things that women Apply to, to motherhood Necessarily for fatherhood Because we have our own experience And this is something that you and I share in this angle Perhaps Um, so we'll see what it turns into, but I just want it to be, you know, it's not the first dad podcast, but a lot of the shit I listen to is boring and corny. And I just want this to be real with real people. So, um, what do you want to share for yourself of fatherhood, man? Like what comes to mind when you, when you have used the dad shit thing or what's fatherhood been like, or where do you want to start your story?
1: The biggest thing for me, honestly, is pride, man. I take a lot of pride in being a father. You know, um, like when I had my first child, Jayla, back in 2008, it was like it was a total paradigm shift. It was like everything just changed because like before that, it was like I was depressed. I was miserable. I was eating out of control, drinking alcohol out of control. I just I didn't care about nothing. And then like I found out she was being conceived on my birthday. And at the time this was during my first marriage, like, everything was not great, you know, during that time period. So, at first, when I found out she was having a baby, I was like, ah, oh, shit, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, this is, not right. the, this is not the move. I get it. And then, I don't know, like, something along that same thought, uh, something came in me and was like, It ain't about you no more. You know what I mean? You're no no longer the focus. Because before that, you know, all I did was sat around thinking about me and all the bullshit that I was putting myself through. Basically feeling sorry for myself. But after I I found out she was conceived, it was like, all right, it ain't about you no more. Now you got a life that's here that is waiting for you to take care of them. You got to show this person the ropes. You got to you're responsible for bringing this life here. So now everything has to change. So at that time, man, I weighed 330 pounds. And when she was born, I got down to 220 because I just started working out every day like like a madman, just getting ready for the day she was coming.
0: I didn't know you to be that big of a dude. You're always tall, but I didn't know you to be heavy. Maybe you got that weight after I left. Bro,
1: I got heavy while you was there because you know why being down at the peanut all the time eating the wings eating the burgers drinking the drinks like that just blew me up because i got to a point where i was so cool with the the owners and people like they was letting me eat and drink for free so i was just like killing it and that just got me i just ballooned up man and i guess because i'm tall you know i i can wear it you know kind of better than most people but 330, 315 still 315 man I was I felt I felt every bit of that you know what I mean it was heavy it was hard to carry around but like I said I lost the weight man and it was like it was an instant mind shift man it was like dude I, I have this life I'm responsible for I just want to be the best possible father that I can possibly be that's all I could think that's all I still think to this day every day I wake up
0: And so, uh, just um, how many years ago was that when your first child was born? What's life been like since then and and what's fatherhood like for you?
1: So my oldest child, Jayla, she is going to be 13 years old this year in August. Um, My second oldest child, Alexis, she will be four years old this year. And then my third child, Athena, she will be three years old. So, it's crazy because I didn't have a child for the first 33 years of my life, and I was starting to wonder if it was ever going to happen. I was like, man, this is crazy. You know, I wanted kids, but during my 20s, I was always running around, partying, kicking it, and I didn't want no kids in, but I knew it was something I wanted in the future. But you get to 33, you start scratching your head a little bit like, mm, I don't know if this is going to go down or not. So, I had my first kid at 33, and then... Uh, one marriage later, in my current marriage, we've been married for eight years. Um, I kinda didn't want another child initially. I was like, I'm cool, like i you know, I'm having fun with Jayla, I'm cool, but I started to realize that I was denying her the opportunity to have a child and I didn't want to do that. So, so I was like, you know, let's go ahead and do this and so then we had Alexis, uh, like I said, three years ago. And then Athena came in a year later after that. So I had (laughs) my first child at 33 and then my second child at 42 and then my third child at
0: 43. Wow. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, man. And so you mentioned at the beginning that uh, the dad shit concept and you hashtagging that, um, you know, for a while now, I don't know how long, was related to you are proud of is it how do you view that is it you're proud of being a father or how do you tell me more about that
1: i'm definitely i'm proud i'm proud to be a father but i'm proud to be their father if that makes sense i'm proud to be these three girls specifically their father like it's just something about that that just makes me just I feel this overwhelming sense of responsibility for them, but then I also feel this overwhelming sense of joy of, you know, like my oldest child, she's gotten straight A's for like the past four years. Like she's super smart. She's super nice. She'll give you the shirt off her back. She's just unlike any other kid. And I know, you know, parents say that about their kid, my child is special and this, that or whatever, but man, these kids are, really special and i know i'm I'm trying to say this with as much unbiased as i can but it's hard not to be biased when you're the parent but these kids are so special in my eyes and they're so smart and just so they're happy that's the one thing that i just love that they're happy they feel free to be who they are and there's no restrictions we don't prohibit them from expressing themselves in any way that they see fit. And all that's done is just make them more open and accessible to me as a father. And that's all I can ask for.
0: That's amazing and beautiful, man. What do you think about, you know, so when I approach these subjects and I'm starting to get more involved locally where I live now in, in New Mexico with supporting fathers, I've always talked to the, you know, I work in a lot of social services and so I'm surrounded by women in those, in those jobs and, I, I tell him a couple months ago I was like listen if you ever want to do anything regarding fathers or dads let me know cuz I'm down to be the guinea pig you know and and I realized like I think it's just there's a lot of reasons right but what do you think like do you ever talk to other people about being a father or a dad or like it feels like there's not many outlets for us to just uh to just talk about it without being like like uh praised for uh doing the dishes or Or um, a, a horrible person who's never around. It's like one or the other, you know what I mean?
1: Right. I think, honestly, man, I don't know a lot of parents that maybe, or dads that, I don't want this to sound negative, but I don't know if they take the pride in it that I take in it. Like, and I know a lot of great dads and they definitely step up to the plate and do their thing, but... It's not like they come around me and start talking about, you know, what they did with their kid or, you know, this, that or whatever. And I am the type of dude to do that. I am the type of dude to go around to my friends, tell them, hey, I did this with my kid today. I did that. We did this. You know, I take I take pride in that stuff because I know a lot of dudes out there that ain't stepping up to the plate like that. They think that just because they in the house with the child that, you know, that's all it takes to be a good dad. No, that just makes you a dad. It doesn't make you a good dad. So, you know, I'm all about, you know, speaking to, you know, other dudes that I know, whether they're a father or not, you know, maybe they are going to be a father one day. So maybe they'll, you know, learn something from me and, you know, take that and, and apply it to when they do become a dad. But I think the the platform is maybe because men don't really open up like that about stuff about in their personal life, about. You know, family and and kids and stuff like that. And when it is done, like you were mentioning, it's done in a way that's really corny and watered down. You're not really getting to the true feelings and emotions behind what's going on in that man's mind, because there is a lot going on in our mind. We're not just robots that just you know go around all day, you know, going on control and doing what people tell us to do. We have feelings about being dad too, and it you know it gives it takes us on a ride. So. It's good to be able to have a platform where you can lay down those feelings and and feel good about it.
0: Beautiful, man. I want to catch up with you some other time to learn more about what you're doing in the rest of your life, because you've always you've always been a very smart guy, and uh, you're obviously you know you're an MC, you're good with words, but like it's just I just love you know I'm realizing how much I love conversations, and it's it's a uh, you know a lot of the times most of the time it's a pleasure to hear other people find the words to see what they, to say what they feel, and everybody does it in their own way, and it's something I really enjoy, uh, and I'm enjoying that with you right now. So uh, another question, and I want to ask this in a way that's respectful of, because um, this is probably something I'm going to bring up in future episodes, but I want to ask this question in a way that's respectful of what people want to share or not. And I think the way to do that is to say how much of what you experienced in your life or know from your family history um, influences the kind of dad you want to be?
1: Oh, man, it is the very foundation and backbone of, you know, how who I am as a father today. Uh, my mom and dad, I'll tell you, man, were the best examples of a mom and dad you could possibly have. You know, we didn't grow up with a lot. We didn't have a lot of money, but I never felt like we were broke. And that's because they were always able to provide and find a way and make me and my sister feel happy and safe and You know, even if we weren't in the safest environment, we felt safe. We didn't feel any pressure or any problems from the outside world because they were just constantly covering us with love and appreciation and happiness and all of that. And my entire family's like that, man. From like, I know a lot of people will say, you know, they got people in their family that's like the black sheep and this guy's not so great. Like, man, I'm telling you down from uncles to aunties to great cousins. Everybody in my family is just genuinely good to their core. Just genuinely good people. Like anytime we all come together is I've I've never heard of one single problem in my entire with anybody in my family as long as I've been alive. We've I've never had a problem with anybody. I've never heard of conflict within my family. Like everybody gets along. And so those type of that type of background, man, definitely comes in handy when you're raising your own kids because it's like you don't know anything else you know somebody who's been raised in a not so great environment that's going to spill over when they become a parent you know what i mean so it's like all of that being around good people and good energy has definitely been a huge influence on how i raise my kids and i'm definitely grateful for it
0: that's wonderful and that is something to be grateful for um you know maybe we'll wrap up because i like to keep these short and sweet and uh all that. What what, you know, we this is the first episode of dad shit. We have no idea where this is going. But more importantly than that, maybe a nice place to end off for this uh, episode is um what what is your message to other fathers out there? That what just comes to mind, you know, what do you think they they could benefit from hearing from you?
1: Just having that pride and appreciation of being a dad and also understanding that I think a lot of people think that when they become a dad, they just kind of lose their former self, who they were before. And it's like, unless you were like this crazy party animal or something like that, you don't have to lose the core essence of who you are. Like, I don't need to go out and party and kick it no more to still understand that I'm still the same dude I was. I'm just in a different environment. And I'm just applying that good time that I applied at the club. I'm applying it here at the house now. So I'm still... To me, in my eyes, it's the same cool dude I've always been. It's just that I'm doing it in a different environment. So I never felt I never felt like I had to lose who I was in order to become who I am.
0: Oh my lord, isn't that a line? Uh might put that in a bar. Oh, bro, <laughs> that's you got to make the theme song now. Uh, All right. There you go. Well, thank All you, thank you, Mr. Lewis Ritman. Any, anything else you want to share that you feel like we didn't get to?
1: Hey, I'm good, but thank you. Thank you first first and foremost. It's an honor to be the first cat on your show, man. I, I appreciate you thinking about me.
0: Of course, man. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a huge respecter of ideas and and new things people bring to the world and you have, you know, your own experience with the dad shit phrase and I wanted to respect and and put that on a platform and over time if I get more organized, you know, maybe we can co-host, interview other people. In the meantime, I'm just trying yeah. to get some sort of consistency in my own life with, with creating these kind of things that feed me outside of music. And um, yeah, I hope that we can yeah. just continue to stay in touch about this topic. And anytime you wanna, you know, jump and make an episode, just let me know. I'm gonna, I'll, it'll be here for you.
1: Bet I'm all for it, brother, for sure. Yeah, man.
0: All right. Well, thanks so much, Louis Rip. Any way you want people to stay in touch with you? Any link you want me to put in the description of the podcast? Anything like that? New new projects? Uh... Anything?
1: just at the instagram that's what i mostly use so at lewis rip l-o-u-i-z r-i-p that's where i'm at the most
0: all right thank you man and uh keep being a good dad do your best and take care of yourself
1: you too brother appreciate it dad shit